Hi, I'm Mark Fish, and you are listening to Hit the Target Podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets. My name is Carol Shabalala, and you are listening to Hit the Target, powered by Hollywood Bets. Hi, football lovers. This is Coach Delinka. You're listening to Hit the Target, powered by Hollywood Bets. Hit the Target Podcast. Hello and welcome to Hit the Target Podcast, powered by Hollywood Bets. This is the English Premier League edition, and we have the final round of action before the international break. I'm your host, Ishaj Pratap, and with me in studio today are usual suspects, Mark Stradham and Sipa Sishlea Sony. Gentlemen, welcome. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. It's good to be here. Mm. Just a quick word in the Champions League. You saw Man United in action, um, Arsenal in action. Um, I think um, Man City are playing tonight. Yeah, disappointing uh, results yesterday. Why is that, Mark? Um, if you don't know, I'm an Arsenal fan. And <laughs> we were undone. We we looked we looked terrible. We we only played for about 15 minutes of the game. After we scored, it it looked very basic from the Gunners, and unfortunately, didn't get the positive result they were looking for. Mm. Um, it's kind of painful for me to also comment uh with regards to the champions league because uh i'm a chelsea fan and mm-hmm. chelsea is not part of it you know yeah quite no they're quite some distance uh of course i'm not one to talk either yeah, but uh, <laughs> either way uh i was impressed with uh galatasaray's performance mm. uh you know standing uh man united uh, i think that was a standout for me mm. um Bayern did the things um yeah and Madrid as well yes, 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 continues yes, yes. to, to uh, shine yes, mm. and, i think and, i think he's the 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 best transfer this and, season yeah and that's long long range strike from uh, Valverde from, yes, yes outstanding mm. it was marvelous so yeah. just to go back to that Arsenal fixture they lost against Lens who are currently 15th in the league one what does that show guardiola i mean this weekend's fixtures um the highlight being man city versus arsenal yeah you look um there was a lot of questions uh, going around the arsenal team um regarding fitness and the depth of the squad and coming and playing in champions league facing all these matches um is arsenal going to be fit enough to face them and it's it's not looking too too good if i can be honest and mm. with saka i believe you went down the, yeah you yeah, went down in that game it's it's a big blow because i think um saka is a big part of of what arsenal are doing um he's he's i think he's the main man in the attack everything goes through him so with him being out for the weekend if he is it's a major blow for arsenal mm. well arsenal did have quite an impressive transfer window gift should they really be saying stuff like squad depth i mean rice is in the picture um havertz is in the picture uh this comes after few man city signings into the the dressing room hey bro uh, things happen um <laughs> when it comes to the field of play um you can have all the players uh in the world but if it's not happening um, it's not happening it's not happening unfortunately yesterday it was not um arsenal's uh day yeah um we can't uh disregard uh, the fact that they have a, a, a good squad but a hey, lens was just uh i think i think lens they were the they were more determined mm. and i think um the, the the fans the atmosphere played a, a big part in 
in in getting their results. I think they boosted the the team on the field of play. Mm. Like it gave them an extra boost. The morale was was high. Yes. Even when when they went a goal down, the the fans didn't stop. They continued to support and in the, in the end they got the winning goal. Mm. Um, well, going back to your to your question, you know of. Um, Lance being on the bottom parts of the league, you know, it shows uh, the performance that uh, they brought yesterday to Arsenal shows that um, the mindset is is quite different mm. when uh, you are playing uh, Champions League mm. um, compared to to league to, football. To, to league football. Um, I'm not saying that uh, they taking the league football lightly, but uh, when you are, you know. Um, the the Champions League is is the is, is so the elite step. level mm. uh, of football, so you have to always bring your 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 your, your A game. Yeah. So I think that's what happened yesterday. Do you think um, Man City's result in the Champions League will affect their performance going into this clash? I think they're away to um, RB Leipzig, Leipzig, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> to be honest, I don't think this phase is Pep Guardiola. I think he's. His game and his, his structure, his plan, he will always stick to to what he knows, and I don't think it will it will affect anything. Um, unfortunately, he is going through a rough patch with um, with injuries, but um, as you know, City they they possess a lot of firepower. They have enough players to cover each other, and it's going to be a massive game against Arsenal. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a league decided this early. But an exciting match for 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 fans, even a neutral, just to to get their eyes on. Mm. Is Guardiola gonna go ten from ten? I believe uh, Ateta might have just won one, but that was through um, injury time. I think it was uh, a couple. yeah. Look, um, City they've got the better of us countless times, mm. but um, as you saw last week, Wolves managed to to break through and and get the win. And I think Arsenal should should take a few tips maybe mm. and and. Try and come up with a plan that, and and better it so they can they can get the three points and hopefully go to the top of the table. Mm. Um, I think uh, Wolves win uh, showed that uh, anything can happen in the field of football. I mean, you can go so many games unbeaten, but then yeah, mm. they are unbeatable, uh, invincible. Uh, yeah, um, not many people uh, would have bet on on uh, on Wolves to win that game. Yeah, but they they came out victorious. So uh, with regards to this Saturday clash, I think we should expect you know fireworks. Mm. Um, anything can happen. Is Rodri still going to be ruled out for this one, Mark? Rodri still out. Which does that make you? Does it give you any glimpse of? It makes me a bit positive because um, our midfield. I think at the moment with Rodri out, I think our midfield will. I'm saying our because I'm an Arsenal fan, <laughs> but if I'm talking as a neutral, um, I think Arsenal will have a better midfield on the day. But um, that doesn't say that Arsenal will win the game, you know. It's, it'll still take a lot of work to do and um, it'll be a tactical battle for sure. And I think the game will be won on, on, on either, either side uh, in the box. So mm. mistakes, whoever makes the most mistakes will be punished and the winner will be decided there. Mm. I've got a stat for you regarding Rodri's involvement in the team in the English Premier League. Since he made his league debut in August 2019, Manchester City have lost five of 15 matches without the Spaniard in the competition. I, I think uh, I think he's he's Man City's best player by far. I mean, he's everything goes through him. He detects the play. Um, 
he's he's just a talisman. I think with, without him there, that midfield uh, or the way City play, I don't think that'd be be this good if mm. if he wasn't in the team. Mm. And it showed last week with him missing. You can see that City are are, are desperate to have him in the squad mm. because he's he's a top player and I I believe he's City's best player. Mm. Do you think it's a case of they just have like? One really good player in each department. If you look at the forward line, Haaland eight goals, I think seven games already. Um, we've just mentioned um, the midfield, uh, Rodri's importance, and in that all in like you can call it the core of the team. Yeah. And then in a centre back position, I think Ruben Diaz has been outstanding for them the last couple of seasons. Yeah. Really uh, came in since company left. They didn't really have a leader. You can maybe say Otamendi was there for a bit, John Stones mm. for a bit, but I think Ruben Diaz is that. Is that um, call a linchpin almost, and then Edison as well in the back there? Yeah, it's, it's City. City are, are, are just covered with top players from from the goalkeeper right through to to the striking. Um, Haaland, as you know, it's simple for him. He's a, he's a, a scoring machine. Um, one player I, I admire a lot is, is Julian Alvarez. Like mm. he's he comes under the radar. There's there's no complaints. There's no stories about him. Um, he just goes on with his job. When mm. he comes in, he puts on a top performance. He scores goals. Mm. He saw his free kick last last week against Wolves. Mm. Top quality. And I don't think he, he would want to sit on the bench any longer. Mm. You're right. You make a valid point there. Um, three goals and three assists in seven league appearances for Julian Alvarez. Is he going to force a move out of the team? Um, hey, uh, Julian Alvarez is a top player, bro. I think you should... Uh, expect him to be at his best uh, at this upcoming fixture. Mm. So if Arsenal uh, is sleeping there in the midfield, especially the defense, also mm. if they are sleeping, they will have issues. So I hope they are preparing. Mm. They're doing everything they can, you know. Mm. Well, looking at the Arsenal front line, um, we've seen Emil Smithrow come off the bench um, in recent weeks. He has been. Uh, trying to get integrated into this uh, current lineup, but do you actually see a future for him in Arsenal? Um, I do personally. I like the way he plays. Um, unfortunately, he's he's been um, recovering a bad injury. He's been out for a long time, and in that time, Mateta has brought in his his own players, and now he has to to fight for his position because the players that have come in are showing their quality. Fabio Vieira is there. Kai Havertz is there. Um, Fabio Vera chipping into two assists. Very good player. He's starting to show his quality. He, yeah. He's a he's a small he's a small boy. His his body and all is is it's a very small boy. So um, he is it he, he looks deceiving to you. You wouldn't like um, believe he could do what he's doing now at the moment. Yeah. You wouldn't want to give him a chance on the ball, but if you give him time, you can see what he can do. Mm. And um, he's starting to find his feet and he's playing very well for Arsenal now mm. at the moment. If you are Arteta, are you going Trossard or are you going Smithrow? I have to go with Trossard. Mm. I don't think Smithrow is 100% match foot yet. He is um, getting his fitness um, well. He's playing well. He's starting to chill nicely with the team. But I will definitely start Trossard. Mm. I think uh, I agree with you there. Gift? Yeah. So it's unanimous then. Yeah. I just want to speak about Trossard for a few minutes just before we uh, move on to the remaining fixtures. When Trossard was a Brighton player, I think uh, Graham Potter was still a head coach at that time, or Dezabi might have come, but I, I still think it was Potter. They play away at the Etihad against Man City last season. and He scored a hat I, I think that might have been the game, but for me, 
it wasn't the goals that were as impressive as how he played mm. the game. Mm. Because even if he, if he came away with three assists or, or no goals, no assists, what he did on the pitch was inspired that Brighton team to not give them the respect that Man City mm. deserved. You know, he went there, would fight all the long balls that Rob Sanchez was dishing out. He was going fighting, winning, going 50-50 with the likes of John Stones and mm. Ruben Diaz who are probably got maybe 30, 40, 50 centimeters on him yeah. at least. And here you've got this um, just crazy fire aggression um, fueled uh, out player because you can't really call him a winger or a striker. He does he does the, the job of both players in my yes. opinion. He's just an out and out um, complete centre forward. And I think that might have been the, um, you know, if you had to assemble a team of players to beat Man City, he would be in it for me. Definitely. I think his, his versatility plays a huge role in, in what he does. Like you said, he, he can play in the wing. He, he plays false nine. He can play in attacking midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, his creativity is, 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 is very good. Um, his link-up play is very good. Um, he scores goals. Um, and the assists. I think his, when, his he, assist, when his, he joined Arsenal, wasn't he like five assists in five games or exa- something like yes, that? Yes, and, and his work rate too is, is unbelievable. So... I think mm. it was very good from Arsenal bringing him in, especially having Premier League experience. And I think for, for the money we got him for daylight robbery. Mm. Um, let's speak about Arsenal defence um, this time out. You know, they've conceded six goals in a seven league appearances. You can say maybe it could have been a bit more tighter. Um, but if you look at the quality of opposition played against Tottenham, um, you know, United, uh, Fulham, do you think they could have had more clean sheets in those fixtures? Definitely, I do. Um, I think Arsenal only conceded through through their own errors, unforced mm. errors. The game against um, Tottenham was was clear. Mm. Um, I think, but that's two, two two goals, eh? Yes. So, do you think it's it's something that the video team at uh, Arsenal are analysing right now? Definitely, definitely, because it happened last night in the Champions League as well with Raya giving the ball away. Mm. Um, I think Arsenal need to to keep their feet on the ground. And not take anything for granted. Yes, they 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 are ahead of schedule. They're playing well. Um, everything's going well for them. But they just need to keep composed, um, believing in what the manager wants, and just keep their head down and keep working. Mm. Okay, predictions for this one. Let me start with your gift. Uh, Man City one, Arsenal zero. Do you think there's gonna gonna be a game of fine margins? Yeah, it's gonna be a tough game, bro. So mm. that's why I'm going with one nil. I'm not taking anything away from Arsenal, but I think uh, Man City coming from a loss. Because um, uh, as we are recording, we don't know what's going to happen in the mm. Champions League. But I think they will come out strong to avoid back-to-back defeats in the league. Mm. So I'm seeing them taking this one. Mm. Fair enough. Mark? Um, I agree with, uh, with Gift uh, a little bit on the coming out. <laughs> Strongly after a loss and trying to avoid a second uh, consecutive defeat there. But I believe it's going to be a, a great watch. It's going to be goals. I believe um, both defences um, are leaking goals. They do have weaknesses and the striking force on both teams are top class. So there will be goals here, but I'm going with a 2-1 Arsenal win. Gunners. This is up the Gunners. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking as a neutral and not emotion. <laughs> <laughs> and you think they're putting two against um, this Man City team? Are they putting two? Mm. Gabriel Jesus 
Martin and Odegaard. Mm, I see. Well, can't wait to see how that one pans out. Um, moving along to, um, well, actually, let's start the round of fixtures. Luton versus Tottenham. Tottenham, uh, one of two teams that are undefeated this season. Alongside who again? Gunners. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for that, Tish. Thanks for reminding everybody. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this time out there, up against um, relegation threatened Luton. Now, Luton, um, solitary win of the campaign coming against um, Everton. You know, not the most strongest of teams this season. Um, but, you know, you have to love your football team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you see this one panning out? Uh, I'm just happy Luton are off the mark at the moment. Um, getting that important one hard-fought victory against Everton at Goodison Park last time. Um, unfortunately, this one will be a different test for them. Spurs are, are absolutely flying at the moment. They, they, they're getting better and better mm. as, as the games are going. Mm. They're playing um, attractive football. And I believe Tottenham will be a step ahead of them in this one. And I mm. think Tottenham will win this one. Im- impressive uh, performance from Son and Madison so far this season. It, it looks like it looks like um, Madison has replaced Kane. Mm. The, the partnership looks super tight. It looks like they've been playing together for a long time, mm. and it's 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 nice to see. Yes. It's also nice for the Premier League. It, it makes it exciting, and it's 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 just nice to watch. Mm. Your yeah. prediction? Sorry, uh, you go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say. I uh, have to agree with uh, Mark uh, uh, James. Uh, it's proven to be, you know, a perfect uh, replacement for Kane mm. so far. And with regards to this game, um, Tottenham has been on fire, bro. I think they'll be too strong uh, for, 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 for Luton. I see them continuing with their run. Mm. Are so, Spurs still missing a striker? Uh, I can't say. Currently, they're matching Man City for goals. Yeah. Yeah. They're both uh, on 17. I think only Brighton on 19 um, and Newcastle on 18 have more than both Man City and Tottenham. Uh, with the goals that they've been uh, scoring, um, I think they are they're fine. fine. Yeah. yeah. I think, so, yeah, sorry, so I think I think at the moment, if if they can continue with what they're doing, they don't need a striker because Madison is, is finding Son every chance he gets. And Son is just going to keep on poking the goals he's... He's good in the box. He, he scores goals. So mm. I think if it's not broken, yeah, why fix it? Mm. Sure. And this uh, is a, a former Golden Boot winner we're talking about. I exactly. think yeah. it wasn't that long ago when Son um, lifted the trophy. Yeah. Um, that credit to Poster Coglu, man. He's, mm. he's he's changed everything in that in that club. They they have that fighting spirit. Um, the winning mentality is there. Um, whether they go down or not, they continue to play their style of football that is implemented, mm. and it's it's growing as 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 the weeks go and the confidence is showing. And I I see I see a a three nil win for Tottenham. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a tough one for Luton. So I'm also maybe a, from this, yeah, yeah. Um, three one at least. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Fulham versus Sheffield. Fulham with a strong performance against Chelsea last time out, but unfortunately going down two two nil. Um, do they bounce back against Sheffield on home soil? This is a difficult match. Both teams are not performing well. Um, Sheffield really needs a result yet. Like um, the pressure is mounting, and they just have to to get a a, a positive result. And um, Fulham, as you know, they're struggling to score goals. 
but they are at home. They will need the crowd to back them. Mm-hmm. Um, they will have to feed off the energy the crowd is giving just to to boost their morale and, and, and give something back to the fans, you know. The Marco Silva will be under immense pressure and will expect to get the maximum points in this one at home. And I'm giving them a narrow 2-1 victory in this one. Mm. <sighs> you also, I can see you. Okay, wait, let me yeah, put something into perspective. Yeah, um, Sheffield conceded yes. 8 not that long ago. Against West Ham, they conceded 2. So yeah. in this in this game, surely there's enough quality in Fulham to unlock this um, porous Sheffield defence. Pro um, and to think that they've lost like six games, mm. so I am seeing them being beaten here, maybe two one. Mm. Yeah, because okay. it's it's not gonna be easy. I'm sure they will also fight and and not want to go down that easy. So that's why I'm giving them a two one. Mm. Okay, moving along to Burnley versus Chelsea. Uh, I think before we go any further, we have to just give credit to Lyle Foster. Shout um, out Lyle Foster, honestly. man. Um, um, I, I think his his game is improving mm. in in leaps and bounds. His mm. his his all round game. I watched him last night. Um, his link up play, um, what he does for the team off the ball. Um, he's scoring goals. I think he's he's the first South African to score um, in his opening five games or, mm. or something like that. Incredible. Um, and he's he's just improving each game. He, he looks strong. Uh, I just hope he can continue this run, and I hope he he, he shows Chelsea fire. Mm. He's going to go toe to toe with Thiago Silva, arguably one of the best defenders of the last maybe two decades or so. Uh, but <coughs> I'm still seeing Il uh, Foster, you know, yeah, coming through. But mm. uh, I think he has a great chance of scoring. Yeah, um, it's. I was happy that uh, he also managed to score last night, you know, coming back from uh, that unfortunate red card. I thought um, maybe it was going to affect him, you know, mentally or, or his game. Mm-hmm. But it's good um, to see Strong that. Strong professionalism uh, yes, from him. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Prediction so, on this one? Oh, this Chelsea 2, Benley 1. I want a neutral answer, not emotion. Chelsea two, Burnley one. Oh, I'm. I, I have to disagree in this one. I think I think uh, Burnley's tails will be will be fluffy in this one. Um, Chelsea, or or you never know what you're gonna get on the day. Um, I'm not um, backing Chelsea on the way run, so I'm going with a one-one draw. One team that certainly needs to buy a win. Man United come up against Brentford in this one. United with three. Losses, three league losses in the previous four league appearances. Um, I don't know where to start with United at the moment. Um, I don't know if it's Ten Hag or if it's the training, um, whether it's confidence because they they clearly don't lack ability. They 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 do have quality. Um, I, I'm not sure what's what's holding this team back or or, or why this dark cloud is. is it's going over them, but um, they need to bounce back, especially after the, the the loss in the Champions League. So I'm going with um, a Man United win, yeah, for sure. Mm. Do you think they break the spell on this one? No. Brentford win? I'm seeing Brentford winning this one. It mm. won't be easy, but uh, I think Brentford is going to win 2-1. Mm. Okay. Um, Everton versus Bournemouth via relegation 
battle. Um, you know, surely Sean Dyke knows what to do here. But then I say this after a loss to Luton Town, um, Bournemouth in the relegation zone, Everton not so far up. Yeah, th- I think that was a shock defeat for for Sean Dyche there and Everton. Um, they were caught off guard and unfortunately they lost that one. Bournemouth, on the other hand, um, I think Arsenal, they crushed him in the mm. previous game. Mm. So and, and Everton playing at home in this one, Sean Dyche is a, is a master at home. Mm. He knows how to, to approach these games with his direct um, game plan. So I'm giving Everton a narrow 1-0 victory here. Mm. Must win match for both teams. Uh, I know, seeing how they've been struggling. So yeah. I'm also giving it to Everton mm. one nil. Thanks, Jens. Um, Crystal Palace versus Nottingham Forest. Um, Rawatson with an impressive show last time out against Man United at Old Trafford. Does he continue it this time out against Nottingham Forest? Oh, this is also a nice game to watch um, both teams trying to, to compete at the highest level. Um, Crystal Palace um, in their previous game, they were quite good in the previous game. Um, Nottingham Forest Hot and cold, so I'm going with a Crystal Palace 2 1 here. Mm. 1 0 Crystal Palace. <laughs> okay. Um, Brighton versus Liverpool. Brighton, obviously, with a. What can I say? I think six. six, six Hammering. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> Hammering. I think they were brought back down to earth on that one. Mm. I think they were flying high for, for, for too mm. long, and um, the Zerbi. Um, I think he just has to sit back and, and analyze his mistakes mm. and come back and rectify because I think he he will know very well that, that Liverpool will come out firing, especially of, of of what happened last week. Yeah. And and with the whole VAR, but that's a, a different uh, discussion. Um this game will be will come down to fine margins. I think uh the Zerbi will want to bounce back. Liverpool will want to continue to fight at the top of the table. Mm, and I think this game will also be won inside either box and I want to go with Liverpool. I want to go with Brighton, but I'm giving Liverpool 2 1. Mm. I think there's more goals in this one, if you ask me. What, I think what? it could be like a 2 2, maybe 3 2. Yeah, both teams are yeah, capable both, of scoring. And Liverpool, away from home, have been stronger last season. This season, this could be the game for them. <laughs> uh, Nunes is on fire. Um, Jota is, uh, I think, oh, Jota got red card. Yeah, Jota got red mm. card, right? So I think he misses this he one. He misses yeah. that one. Second yellow, so he's yeah. suspended for one game. Um, McAllister is there. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm going with Liverpool. I'm sticking with my prediction. Um, yeah, Liverpool 2-1. Okay, shot. West Ham versus Newcastle. Both teams running high right now? Yeah, both teams running high, um, playing very well. Um, exciting football. But I think if it comes down to to better quality on the day it's hard to decide but if I'm looking at this um, it's going to be it's going to be a congested game in, in, in the middle of the park mm. and I think um, I think Newcastle will win that battle in the middle and they should come away 2-1 mm. victory for Newcastle I've been impressed with uh the way uh, West Ham has been playing, you know, mm. um, they are forward. Uh, I think we were talking about it not Bowen. so long ago. Mm. Uh, Bowens and, and Antonio. I think, uh, yes. Ben Rama. Zuma, if I'm not mistaken. They are forward. Um, yeah. They've been a great combination. So I'm going to give this one to uh, Brighton 3 uh, 2. West, West Ham. Sorry, West Ham. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay. Wolves, Aston Villa. Villa with a huge victory last time. How do they continue against Wolves? Uh, in this one, both teams will be flying. I yeah. think concentration and, and, and focus will be the biggest um, uh, key in this fixture. Wolves obviously coming off a massive win against the champions. Aston Villa baptizing Brighton with six. So this is an exciting match to see who can continue this run. But I believe Aston Villa will have, will have too much for Wolves. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I see another 2-1 in this one. Seeing Aston Villa winning 3-1. Mm. Um, as much as Wolf won uh, against City, but uh, we'll just have to... I think we'll just have to wait and see if they can still... Uh, build on that victory. Build on that victory, yes. Mm. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure unpacking your brains about the English Premier League. Thanks for um, today. Thanks, uh, Dish. Thanks to the listeners. Hi, I'm Mark Fish, and you are listening to Hit the Target Podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets. My name is Carol Shabalala, and you are listening to Hit the Target, powered by Hollywood Bets. Hi, football lovers. This is Coach Delinka. You're listening to Hit the Target, powered by Hollywood Bets. Hit the Target Podcast.